Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we have an entire finale of Sequester season four to go over. We started this episode with five left. We ended with a winner. We're going to talk about the winner. We're going to talk about the final two. We're going to talk about the final five, the final four, the battle matches in between. We're going to talk about everything that went into tonight's episode. We started out with Jacob, Billy, Spencer, Josh, and Natalie all fighting out to see who would be the winner of Sequester Season 4. And now we have it. Uh, obviously, spoiler alert. Uh, uh, spoiler alert is what I almost said. Uh, but spoiler alert for this entire podcast. If you have not seen the finale of Sequester Season 4, then you should probably go away or go watch it and then come back. And we'll probably still be talking about it. So if you want to do that, do it. But we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about everything starting right now. Obviously, to quickly recap, we had the final five to begin this episode. We saw Jacob leaving in a vote and then battle match Spencer and lost to Spencer. Then we saw the final four play out on the table. Like we used to see a final four play out where we saw <gasps> Billy almost get voted out, but not really. It was a tie vote twice. We went to the wheel of misfortune where Josh was the misfortunate one and dragged Natalie. Then we were left with the final two of Spencer and Billy where they battled it out. And Billy <laughs> became the fourth winner of sequester by a vote of seven to four after being questioned by the jury and everything which way have you so we're going to get into this entire episode that i just talked about in a quick recap we're going to unpack it all and to do it with me my name is barrett but joining me as always is the lovely roxy hotman daniel icon brown and daniel's temporary replacement is here as well nick what are you doing here with daniel this is absurd <laughs> this can't happen uh but nick thank you for joining us for You're the welcome. third time uh i'm gonna start with roxy uh well okay yes do please Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but Roxy, yes. how did you feel about this finale? How do you feel about the winner of Sequester Season 4? Okay, well, first, um, hi, Isaac. Did you tell Isaac that I was that y'all were waiting on me? Because I've been here for a long time we waiting were wait on them. We were waiting on you earlier, and that's when I said we were waiting on you. But then you showed up, and then we talked for like 15 more minutes. So. Yeah, okay, so it was not me. Hi, um, someone else, Kenya. Hi, Kenya and Lucas. Um, and everyone. But anyway, um, I thought, hi, Carl. I thought that this episode was great. It touched every single emotion within my dead heart. And I felt so like, usually like, I'm like, I don't give a crap if you are crying. It does not affect me. But tonight, like the emotions that everyone was going through during all of that. I was just like, Oh my gosh. And my notes are ridiculous. Cause I'm like, I'm for this person. Nope. Change my mind. Now I'm for this person. Nope. Change my mind again. Now I'm for this person. And so I'm really super stressed. And I also really, really liked the episode, but I, I really didn't like the whole link, the smashing of the terracotta things. It was just, oh. I, I like, no, no, no. I, I like part of it. I don't like all of it. We'll, we'll explain when we get there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Dan, Daniel, what'd you think? Were you also stressed? Um, well, I kind of thought Billy had this in the bag once like the first hour was up and like we knew the final two. I thought it was going to be really hard for Spencer to overcome uh, the jury's love for Billy. So I'm happy that she won. I'm super happy with the winner. Um, overall, great season. I think Billy's game is so like impressive and one that is not really like, um, shown as often in like these strategy games or not rewarded, I guess I could say. 
Um, so I'm super happy for that. And uh, yeah, it was a super good episode. All right, Nick, final <laughs> question. Give me your favorite moment of the entire finale. Ooh, um, I would say that whole final four situation where they went to the wheel and everything. I, I was so stressed. I, I had to stand up because it was driving me crazy. And I don't know if it's because I've played a hundred sequester minis, but the music was giving me a little bit of PTSD. And I was like, this is this is stressing me the hell out. <laughs> so, you played a hundred of them? Not really, oh, but. <laughs> that, yeah, that was probably the peak of the episode for me too, because I just, I could not figure out where it was going to go. In my mind, I, I, I can't. From right then. Yeah, Holy flip. cow, so dumb. <laughs> no. Yeah, everyone flip to your notes for the final four, uh, final four table session. Uh, every, everyone pull out your Bibles and turn to the final four. Uh, and we'll talk about it. We'll unpack it. Uh, because I feel like this is a very important part of this episode. And since Nick brought it up, we can just go ahead and get into it. Obviously, we'll talk about final five. We'll talk about the we'll we'll talk about the pot smashing. We'll talk about what? Roxy, am I breaking your brain by starting at final four? was already broken but you told me we were starting somewhere else and i was already there but go ahead i'm good, Listen, I'm good. i move i move with the waves of the podcast okay uh, next, well we're gonna talk about the wheel so uh, but not the wheel that you're talking about okay. uh so final four this is obviously after jacob is defeated by spencer in a very stressful final five battle match and should I say, I was, I'm going to go ahead and say it now since I forgot to bring up the stat last week. The streak of getting voted out and then promptly winning a battle match is over. Spencer broke it on the very last battle match. And I think that was also an important battle match because um, it, you're, you're going, you have the two kings of battle matches this entire season, each with three wins uh, on, on their belt. And it's really a battle to see who will be the ultimate battle match king of the entire season. Um right. Obviously, that doesn't go very far in a jury vote when it comes down to it if you're sitting next to Billy. But uh, for the sake of our minds, it was interesting to see that streak finally get broken. But to the final four table, we immediately see Natalie kind of jumping out with this whole, okay, Josh, vote out Billy. And if you don't, I'll drag you. <laughs> and it's just right out <laughs> of the gate. So I was like, oh. like, literally, she came out swinging. Like, and I mean, it took Billy, what? A total of five minutes to change her mind <laughs> it just took one billy speech and that <laughs> it was gone uh, it is crazy how we started off with i mean really just the natalie and billy relationship in general is something really fun to watch mm -hmm. in this season but to see especially that conversation go from vote billy out or else i'm dragging you josh to immediately i'm not going to vote billy out no matter what even uh, if it <laughs> takes my own game which it did uh, as roxy pointed out in her notes so dumb holy cow uh roxy what you what? think of that what'd you think of natalie refusing to vote up billy two times then promptly going to a wheel of misfortune where josh promised he would drag her i thought it was dumb on her part was it so dumb holy cow or <laughs> Let me check my notes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, Billy was breaking my heart with, with all of that. Actually, mm -hmm. Josh also broke my heart because I feel like that he, I feel like he was um, very authentic in, in his emotions of all of that. So I felt that. But I just, I even wrote down, why did Natalie want to sit next to Billy? Like strategically, it does not make it make sense to me because I don't understand I, I don't think, yeah, she did throw herself on, on the landmine fake street. I just, I don't get it. I think that was a 
dumb move on her part. But may I mean, is there a strategy there that I just like I'm not understanding? Um, I think Natalie maybe realized that Billy getting to end might be like a more just impactful thing. Like like Billy said, is like bigger than what you did was bigger than you. And I think that was probably what fueled. I mean, she didn't have a lot of confidence even going into the final two. So I think that she realized, well, if I don't have a good shot at winning and Billy does, um, I'd rather Billy take it. So, I mean, I think people are giving like Natalie a lot of hate and like, I so get he, it from like a strategic standpoint, but like ultimately it was a game and that's what she, she did. She was like, I'm going to lose. For it. Yeah. Okay. So she, you're saying she was going to lose no matter what. And so of the people who were sitting there, she would rather push Billy to the end because she felt like that was a more meaningful win. Right. Okay. I, I can respect that. I think also she wanted to like at least have like an impact because if she was sitting there thinking she wasn't losing or while well, she wasn't winning no matter what, um, at least if she put Billy in the finals, she could say, I put Billy in the finals, like looking back at the season, I guess. I don't know. Because she did say, I don't think I had a case with the jury anyways. So I don't know. Yeah. It's I just, don't know. It was dumb. I think you have to ask yourself at that point. Uh, since Natalie got into this position of just like, I lose either way, no matter what happens, it was mm -hmm. just such a switch. Uh, I think especially it's disappointing for people who just wanted to see a Natalie win, wanted to see that winner arc since we kind of saw that winner edit maybe throughout the season. I think it's just disappointing to those people who saw it end that way uh, to the point where she just was like, okay, all my cards are out on the table and I can't do anything still. So I'm just going to make one final move to try to see who I want to win, win. Um, and it, it's rough, but I can see it that way. I can easily mm -hmm. see it that way. But I think we all want to see, uh, you know, the people that we enjoyed watching throughout the season go out, at least trying a little bit more. But I understand her perspective at that point. Yeah, it uh, makes sense. See, I, this is what I needed. I needed somebody to, to say it out loud to me. Appreciate yeah. it, Daniel. Because I do understand that. When it happened, I was like, what the, what are you doing right now? What is wrong? Like, literally, what's wrong with you? But I do understand if you're not, if you have no route to the end, like you don't see any way at all for you to get to the end, let alone win once you get there, then at least you want to try to pick. I mean, you're going to get a vote, but you want to try and get who you want, who you think is more deserving there. So, the best shot. I mean, I mean, I do understand that, but also I'm a fan also of, you don't, I, I don't, you fight till the second that you, you open the door to leave, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would like hold on to the door frame and it would be like a cartoon where they're like holding my feet and trying to pull me out. And I'd be like, <laughs> no, one more shot. Come on. It, like Essentially what it comes so, down to is if, is if Natalie switches her vote and votes out Billy, Billy's probably going to drag her anyway. So, I mean, it really just comes down to that thought process of just i don't have an option i literally don't yeah. have any options but to mm -hmm. see this play out this way and the wheel of misfortune didn't land on her but it didn't matter anyway and if jacob is sitting there instead of spencer i i mean obviously that changes the whole trajectory i think of that final four uh and natalie suddenly has yeah. a much better spot and so it's almost as soon as she saw spencer sitting there it was just kind of like mm -hmm. oh what am i gonna do now i can't really do anything um 
which is why she had to come out swinging. And when that didn't work, it was just, okay, well, that was my, that was literally my last option. Uh, even though it was such a weird switch of just like vote up Billy to I'm not voting up Billy, I think is the part that really everyone right. gets is going to get hung up. I mean, on. like I yeah. literally, after I wrote down about like, why did Natalie do that? Then I have in my notes, I hope Billy wins. <laughs> no way <laughs> Billy loses this <laughs> because like the speech Honestly, the the best good talking, shout out Hamza, the, the best good talking that Billy did all night is in that final four. Because in the final two questioning, I don't think she did a great job. But I think, I think that everything that she said in that final four and the ability to, to flip Natalie like that, like, and Josh, I mean, I felt bad for Josh, but I understand why Josh made that decision. And Spencer, too, because you have no choice. You have no choice. You have to. And right. so I think, though, that everything that Billy said, I, I probably would have fallen for it, too. Not fallen for it, but you know what I mean? I probably would have been like, my God, can we? Let's all just. Let's. We all quit now and let Billy win because it was that good. Like it, I mean, that's what Natalie you, did. It is what Natalie did. It is. But I'm just telling you, like, Billy broke my heart several times tonight, but I still love her. <laughs> it made me love her more. <laughs> yeah. It's it, crazy. It, but I don't think she did well with the final two questions. I thought she did okay, actually. I thought Spencer was lacking energy and like Jacob well, kind of Spencer, pointed out. Listen, Spencer lacks energy in a lot of things, but a lot of the things that, that he said, I feel like he was able to articulate better. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And he was able to actually answer the questions because multiple times in final two, um, when people would address Billy and tell her to try to explain this, even Muna, Try to explain it without going to your old standby of loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. And she can't. And so well, that is aggravating to me. I understand I that it's could... it's the core of her of her strategy. But it, I know, but couldn't you say the same thing for Spencer? Because I felt like he always diverted back to um well, yeah, I was like I was in a lot of battle matches. I had to I was on the bottom. I came in this way i didn't want to do you that can, he wasn't asked directly to not reference that multiple times okay that's fair i'm just like i don't know i thought she did okay and she didn't really even have to not saying that she couldn't have done better but i mean spencer had to do like really really good in order to win she clearly didn't so like that's another factor like she already had people in the jury that were locked down voting for her no matter who she was sitting beside ever since she got voted out so i think that just like just accolades to her game also it is it is really difficult for Spencer to argue his uh, his social awareness, his social game against Billy, who literally, you know, like Daniel said, she's yeah. the best social player in a long, long, long time. I think like in sequester history, I think that's like fair to say. I can't oh, think of no sure. one. Yeah, it, for, hands down in sequester. I'm just saying in, Even in like general, just reality <laughs> games in general. I feel like that Billy's social game her ability was really really good to the point of like i wish 
like when people would say, can you explain to me what your moves were without, without bringing loyalty into it? Why didn't she say like she didn't have to make the moves. She didn't have to be the big time string puller because her ability, her social game is her strategy. Like she was able to use that to have other people make her moves. Like give me that example because she did do that. She just didn't articulate that. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And people in chat, look, I'm not saying that Billy did a bad job. I'm saying I don't think she did as well yeah. as Spencer did in actually answering what was asked. Okay. And, and I, I think like Billy, of, calm down, cool your jets. And I think some of that may have to do with just how we view Billy and Spencer throughout the season of just like Billy is so top notch at everything that she did. Uh, <laughs> that and, and Spencer was just so under like not under the radar. That was a bad way of putting it. He was so, he was so not under the radar. <laughs> The complete opposite of under the radar. Yeah. He was so low on how like positively we viewed the cast very early on with just how bad he was at talking to people and how bad he was at forming those relationships early on that I think maybe we had different expectations for both of them going into a final two speech. But I do feel like from just an objective point of view, if you hadn't worked with either Spencer or Billy or really known what they had done in the game, I think Spencer argued his points a little bit better. But like Daniel said, Billy already had a lot of those votes locked in just because of her relationships yeah. with all of these people and being loyal enough mm -hmm. to the point where just, they had no choice but to vote for her just because they liked her so much. And that, that's really mm -hmm. what it came down to. But I think in terms of just arguing their points, I thought Spencer had a little bit of a better argument, but it was just he would have had to have destroyed Billy in every sense of the arguments. Well, and, that he, he was and, making, he didn't. and it wasn't ever going to happen. Um. There, okay, so the question, I can't remember now who asked the question. I mean, it's in my notes, but that would require me to like flip through. Um, the best answer that Billy gave was the question about, oh, Shireen asked it. Who was um, the, whatever, what, what was it? The hitman, the, the assassin, the, the killer, assassin. The killer, the killer. Yeah. killer. And, um. <laughs> I mean, and that to me, the answer, like Billy is like, she could not wait to tell people about this. And I don't blame her, but the energy and enthusiasm that she had in giving that answer and all of the details the the authenticity of everything that she said in that moment was, it, that was her best answer that she gave. And ironically also, the only time that it she didn't heavily rely on I was loyal, mm -hmm. which is good. Like you are loyal. That's a good thing. But I just wanted her to, I mean, they all wanted her to also answer without saying that. And there are ways that she could have showcased that. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm I, glad she won. I just, yeah, I'm real. Sorry. That's where her arguments kind of, lacked for me is that I agree that was her best answer by far uh, because it was actually her talking about the moves that she made when she had all of the power for that round essentially but it seemed like all the other times it was just uh Josh I found Josh and because everyone didn't like Josh and uh, helps him out and then she I mean, said the same true. thing for another question yeah. uh, and it, so it was just kind of getting redundant on a couple of points but like again 
Billy doesn't have to. I, I like how uh, she brought up she definitely YouTube how to lie before going into the house because oh my I think God, that, that just, was so funny. That puts a bow on the the, the sneaky eyes thing, which is right. a line that Spencer brought up um, about Billy. I'm pretty sure, or he brought up the the shaky eyes at some point in this episode, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I have it. Spencer did. Oh, yeah. I have it written down. And you know what? Had you gone chronologically, we would have already gone over it. But you didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on. sorry. I think something that Billy did that was, like, super... I don't know if this was intentional, but um, typically when people are in games together, like, they don't see, like, a human side. It's very, like, game body, especially with, like, a players in Sequester who are not there because they got pulled off Instagram because they have applied and they love this game. So mentioning things like her brother and like that relationship, it like humanizes someone and you're just more wanting to vote for someone like that. And Spencer like didn't do any of that. And I thought that he needed to be humanized in order for people to want to vote for him. So I thought that was like a big slip up on him as well. I think he did a good job at that in his final pleas. He made it into, it seemed like as the jury questioning was going on, he turned it into more of like a, an arc of personal growth as a, as opposed to really like game growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it was Which really, I don't, Mar- like. I, mean, I don't know if it was really like Marcelo that kind of amped that up for him. Uh, but it seemed like in his final speech, it was all about, I don't, I, I didn't like how people were viewing me. So I, I, I wanted to change that way. And, um and right I mean, and there's probably could be mixed opinions on that so roxy i, I want to hear your thoughts on that do what him turning his speech his, him turning <laughs> his speech into a more of like a, a personal growth type of thing i don't i mean i would have rather he talked about i mean great we're glad i am <laughs> but that's not I, that sounds like right it sounds like I really don't care, but I do. But I would have rather that he tried to pinpoint. I mean, yes, that did happen. It was a big turning point in the game, and I get that. Like it was integral to to him going from every single week to okay. So let's not put Spencer in this week. I, like I understand that, but I wish that he had spend a little more time talking about maybe some other parts of his game, except that what are they? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, I mean, I like Spencer, but I'm just saying like legitimately, what are they? I think Spencer um, should have talked more about his story and how he was literally targeted from like the jump and how mm-hmm. he won 80,000 battle matches to get to the end. Um, I mean, I think the personal growth thing is definitely important because that was something that he got a lot of crap for early mm-hmm. on in the game, like the way he talks to people and stuff like that. So I think that it was great that he, uh, you know, discussed that in his speech, but I think he, he could have talked more about game. I honestly didn't think he was going to even get four votes, if I'm going to be honest with y'all. And so I think that he, him getting them was like impressive, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I um, I think that he had it wrapped, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you people in chat act like this is your first time here. I am always all over the place. Let's be real. <laughs> Jorge is coming for you. Well, come on then. Anyway, I um, I want to talk about uh the The hand that that, yes, I want to talk about the fact that now I want to talk about the hand raising question. Oh, that was interesting. I actually like that 
a lot. And I think, I think that that has the potential to speak way more to the jurors than anything. And I think that was the intention of that. And I liked it and I loved, okay. And it, and, and what we see as viewers with that is the difference between the confident, the, I was just attacked the confident. Someone else also doesn't agree with me. The confidence that Billy had in, in who she could have, you know, votes from as opposed to the lack of confidence that Spencer had. Like Billy might as well just leave her hand up the whole time. <laughs> and Spencer is like, eh, meh, no, nah, I'm not going to get that vote. That, and so I just thought it was really interesting. I liked it. That is the real question. Do you, as a strategist, raise your hand a lot of times, or do you try to lean on maybe not looking like you're super confident? Like what's the strategy here? Or does it depend on how you play the game as a whole? I think you just be honest because like yeah. if Spencer had like raised his hand for like half of the people, like I would have like called him delusional and like lost my <laughs> vote right there. So I think you just have to own like your jury management in that moment. Yeah, I think that's what I that question is so. designed to do to see who will own who they mm -hmm. think they fucked over or not, basically. So, <laughs> of course, Jorge hated that question. You know what? That's what I, I say to you. <laughs> what I think would have been uh, like a little twist on this is like, I'm going to say like each person's name in the cast or the season. Uh, do you think that you had involvement in getting them out? And like, I think that would be interesting to see. I like that too. Jacob. Sorry. Oh, hi, Jacob. He's my best friend. Well, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, uh, and at, you should have raised your hand for every one of them. And no. that brings up a good point because Jacob one goes up there uh, during his questioning and pretty much just says, neither of you raised your hand for me. Uh, <laughs> I know. Let's talk a little bit about that, which I thought was a good little bow to tie off the that Brendan's question, which I also really liked. Um, out of all the jury, well, I think I like Brendan's question the most because it probably involved Spencer more than a lot of the jury questions preceding that. It seemed like a lot of the jurors, especially with Rachel and Shireen, and I don't blame them necessarily, uh, pretty much just asked Billy all the questions and Spencer was just kind of like, cool. And even when Brent went up there, it was just kind of like, Billy, 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 Spencer, you've done a great job as well. And Spencer's like, thanks, Brent. Uh but it, but it seemed like as the jury questions went more and more, Spencer got to kind of speak his mind a little mm -hmm. bit. It was at the very beginning, I was like, I don't know how well this is going to go at all because it seems like Spencer wasn't getting a word in with the early jurors. Um, and so I, 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 I am shocked that four votes ended up going Spencer's way by the end of it. Um, I wasn't because the whole time I, the whole time I was watching it, I even texted maybe both i'm not sure i texted some one of you people sitting here and uh i was like i think okay spence i'm voting for spencer now but then five seconds later i'm like or billy but <laughs> <laughs> i i just i don't know like the, I, the emotions of the game tonight first of all okay so first of all my best friend goes home and then and then I was like, okay, but Josh is still in there and he's an evil genius. And plus he was wearing a Poe shirt tonight, which I really, really, really liked. Did y'all notice? Did y'all notice? Know. Daniel has no idea who Poe is or that that's who that was on his shirt. And so I loved that. And then, so <laughs> see, I told you he doesn't know. And so, 
I was just like, that Josh went home. And then I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm back to Billy, which is where I started the night. So it was full circle for me, full circle. Let's uh, let's talk about Josh a little bit because he you yes. brought him up uh, about being an evil genius. Well, he did have some evil geniusness to him in this episode specifically. And I love it. Uh, where he brings Billy uh, to the to the final four with him, guarantees mm-hmm. the spot. But then and there's like this little montage of you knowing their time in the game. You know, starting from the beginning, we have our shaky eyes. I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't include the clip of our ta- us talking about shaky eyes about eight weeks ago. But um, <laughs> wow, Audrey, I can't believe you dissed us like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then we're immediately cuts to Josh being like, "I need Billy in Final Four so she can go." <laughs> like that was his thought mm-hmm. process. I was like, "Gosh, savage!" The music, I know, and and I everything. Love yeah. it. It, I love it. Like to me, but see that that's the kind of like in any game that I play, that's how I am too. Like, I mean, you can ask any of my kids, I'll make them cry. I don't care if I'm playing Candyland or Monopoly or whatever. I will make you cry because I'm going to beat you. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I love that, that he was like, yeah, I definitely saved you. Not once, but twice. And guess what? I'm going to slit your throat next round. And that's why I did it. And I love that. Mm-hmm. But then I was also like, Oh, you're going to do that to Billy. <laughs> it's the worst. Right. Oh, look at the little montage. There I he know, is. So non-shaking eyes. It was. It was so cute. I'm going to need her in the final four to get rid of so she doesn't drag me. <laughs> I mean, he's an evil genius, and I'm here well, for it. I because it. it didn't work. Oh, my God. I thought right. that was a bad move, in my opinion. What I thought we, that, oh, look, no, sorry. see, D- Bar- D- D- Barrett, I, I need you to put, like, see this message? Roxy, we are BFFs from my BFF. What did we I think about... <laughs> I feel like this episode also showed Natalie again. You know, I feel like last week we still talked about Natalie wanting to make moves for the sake of making moves. Uh, yeah. It's kind of all it, she did this again tonight where she was like, I could like if I went into a battle match, like it wouldn't be the worst thing. Like, I feel like I might have to because uh, then it's just another move that I can make, you know, and I'm just like, well, you're going to go out. <laughs> yeah. No self-preservation then, mode for her. Well, <laughs> I, I could like kind of feel her frustration just in her confessionals. Like she would like she feels that she has made moves. And I mean, like we've seen that she's like not just laid over and not done anything this game. We see that she has made moves and that she has been proactively, you know, trying to just maneuver through this game. And yes, she had a rough start, but she really like bounced back from that. And to just like she like kind of accepted defeat um a few times throughout the episode. And was just like okay but no like i have to do something like these people don't see what i've done like i want to like let them see and so at that point you just have to i guess she was just like throwing everything at the wall like if i'm not gonna win right now what will help me win and that's what came into her mind like i don't know if going to spencer and like telling him that was like the right move but um i can like see her like logic yeah it's just i think we all wanted natalie to succeed i think yeah. we could have and yes. I think because I think we all saw the trajectory of just like, okay, she's on the outs. The first episode, we we're like, where is Natalie? We were kind of <laughs> seeing the arc of just like, okay, is this mm-hmm. gonna be the player that we don't see 
and then immediately gets to the end, which I mean, she made it to the finale, but I think we were all hoping that uh, it was going to be a little bit more than that. And it was just, it was sad because uh, I think a lot of people that go into these games can't have been at one point or another, whether it's their first game or whatever, where they're not that confident or they don't really want to be the aggressor. And when you do kind of get that behind you, it's kind of like an adrenaline rush. And she definitely had those moments where she's like, okay, now I'm making moves. Now I'm here to play. But I mean, it's got to be tough for Natalie to go in with players like Jacob and players like Muna and Marcelo and all and Brent and all these big personalities and to think, how can I compete with all of these people? Josh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> who knows everyone. <laughs> uh, Jorge um, says that was Natalie's best move. Um, to go into battle match, but telling people that that's her best move diminishes the power of the move. That is okay. That's a hundred percent true. And I hate that you're the one that said it, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true. I mean, I'm just saying it's right. true. And also yeah. earlier, CJ said that she referenced like it was a oh I don't know he she um whatever whatever you prefer um is a uh, it was like a Scooby-Doo reference. Did you see it way up there? It made me laugh. I'm probably the only person that got it. Uh, you definitely yeah. were. Yeah. I mean, if I saw a Scooby-Doo reference, I would have called it out immediately. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where would so it funny. be? I don't know. It was like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. Everyone in the comments seemed to love Natalie. I love Natalie. And I was really like... <laughs> I was, I know Jacob's like watching, but I was like so okay with Jacob going to jury when he did only because I was like, listen, Jacob, go to jury, do your thing. Give Natalie a fighting chance because I wanted to see her pull it out. Mm -hmm. And I think we saw Jacob come back obviously from last episode and he didn't have the fire that he usually did, you know, coming back from a battle match. And I, I want to know if he actually just kind of knew all right, I'm probably not even going to make it through this round. So they're probably just going to vote me out again. And <laughs> so I, there's not much I can do. Um, but that, that's kind of what I read from him. And it was even watching like battle match between uh, Jacob and Spencer. Where I was kind of like, <sighs> like, I don't know who to root for, because even if one of them comes back, I feel like they're immediately going to go out next, which obviously wasn't mm -hmm. the case for Spencer. But it was hard for me to sit there and be like, I want Jacob or Spencer to win this because I feel like Whoever comes back is just. Oh, you you want Jacob or Spencer to win this out of the battle between Jacob and Spencer? You want one of those to win? No, I said it was hard to root for one of them because I knew one of them was probably going to go right back out, which wasn't the case. It ended up being that, but uh, uh, it was what I was thinking at the time. It was a nice surprise that that wasn't the case, though. Um, or else when we I wouldn't thought have thought it was true, true or false. I was like, oh. I don't like. I don't know who has an advantage here. <laughs> right. And, then, and I also want to point out that not once but twice tonight, um, Spencer got a reciprocated fist bump. I bet that yeah. makes him feel good, right? <laughs> I, I would have been like annoyed. I I love Spencer, but like my God, if like we're in like the battle that determines who moves forward into the final four, and he's over here. All right, dude, come on, we got this. Up, oh, it's been such a good fight. Come on, well, like, I, I was like, I would have slapped his wrist and like go picture or false. Like let me do that. Get your own cards. But I, okay, this is what was hilarious to me during that um, true false battle match is Jacob the whole time is like 
focused. He's looking forward, like forward down, like he's flipping his cards. He's holding. This is Spencer every single time. Every time he gets his card, he flips it and then he goes. Look <laughs> 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 at the Jacob's card every time. He every single time he did that, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you can't wait two seconds for the results." <laughs> right. <laughs> That would totally be me. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. I was like, oh, Spencer. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, it was. So um, precious. Yeah, we, I we, we all had fun. We all did. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to talk about the pot smashing now? Yeah, I want to actually go back. I hate when you go out of order. Um, <laughs> I, I just ride the waves. Don't. don't. <laughs> I just want to just also point out that during the final two questions tonight, every single it that Billy could have said anything. She could have stood up and said, "I like um, Franco American Spaghettios better than Chef Boyardee Ravioli," and this is Rachel. It doesn't matter whatever she says. Rachel is over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, literally same thing with Shireen. But if, if Spencer said anything, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice <laughs> when um I thought it was so funny. Brendan Brendan Domino's boy had that that same kind of look when um Billy was talking about the move uh to to get rid of Katie. Did you see like she was talking about I don't even remember how she worked. Maybe I wrote it down. Let me see. <laughs> Let me just see. So dumb, holy cow. That's what I wrote down. It's not nighttime. It's sun. It's sun. It's not nighttime. It's sun. It's sun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was the biggest move thing. It was when Jacob was up, up there. He asked for the, the biggest move. And then her biggest move was seed planting. Um, and and then she it was talking about the Katie vote and how she kind of helped orchestrate that with her seed planting. And um, hi, Spencer. And... Bridget goes just like this. He's sitting over in the jury and he goes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my I didn't God. notice that. Oh, my God. He was like, I don't think that's true. And I said, I don't know if it is or not, but I like your reaction. But Rachel said, yes, that's exactly yeah. how And Rachel's like, mm-hmm. that's how it happened. I remember. <laughs> I mean, everybody needs a loyal friend like that. So. I'm just saying, it was so funny to me, though. Every single time, it didn't matter what Billy was saying. This is Rachel every time. Mm-hmm. It's unconscious. Like, I really don't re- think she realized that she's doing that. She's like, mm-hmm, I'm voting for you. Doesn't matter what you say. I'm <laughs> voting for you. <laughs> we had uh, one person for each final two member pretty much get told they had a vote, right? Was it, did more than one person yeah, tell Marcella, Billy? Mar- it was pretty obvious. I mean, it's something. obvious. Well, yeah, the Serene one was obvious, of course, but uh, um, it was Marcelo it was and um, told, um, Rachel. Spencer, yeah, and Rachel told mm-hmm. Billy. I shouldn't remember if we had any more. She said, and then Brenda, um, he was like, "What did he say?" He was like, after I mean, he made them raise the hands, he was like, "Let that sink in," or <laughs> some little snarky yeah. comment. I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" <laughs> It was like whoop. Remember what I just asked? Sit here and think about it. You go to your room and you think about that. (laughs) That's verbatim what he said. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. 
I, I like didn't love that. I was like, that was like unnecessary. <laughs> it was, but <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> you sit here and you think about it, Daniel. Right. Also, by the way, shy boy, um, I forgot to answer you a long time ago when you told me to go on and play sequester so you could see my um, messy game. No, thanks, because I would be Jay West uh, eating my humble pie in the jury house for a week because mm. I would be voted out first. And I don't have time for that. <laughs> you wouldn't be voted out first. Oh, I, I most definitely would. I'm either so voted hard. out first or I'm Victoria. Take your pick. Uh, the queen. <laughs> She's not a queen, Daniel. Don't get me yes, started. Yes, she is. She's the queen of Big Brother 16. Stop. Oh, no, ma'am. Yes, totally, ma'am. She ran the season, convinced me otherwise. I totally forgot to mention the burn, the like the final burn on Natalie that they did in the edit, which was uh, after Josh dragged her after the Wheel of Misfortune. Uh, it flashed back to the, the pot smashing game. Oh, uh, oh yeah. But they were like, who would be most likely to not follow through on a drag threat? She said Josh. You know what? Okay, I do want to talk about pot smashing. Okay, talk about it. I just want to talk about that we're calling it pot smashing, but well, that that was the name of the comp. I mean, it wasn't, but like smashing. Let's say it was. Talk about it. Oh, okay. I got turned to my notes. (laughs) Turn your book. Let me get my book out. Everyone, turn your Bibles to pot smashing. Yes. Okay, so to me, that game is the answers to the questions. The further you get into the game, the answers to the questions mean less and less. So I don't understand why people put so much emphasis on the answers they're giving because they're trying because it was more about like where like, okay, so Billy had to choose some answer because she knew that was the last ball and she wanted that one. Like it becomes more about where well, I think, think when you got it right, you get or when you said it, you get to pick who you smash, right? Yeah, you had to answer the yeah. question and then you okay. had to smash yes, whoever you wanted. Yes, yeah, that's exactly well, what I'm saying. I shouldn't have worded it like that, but that's what was happening. Yeah. No, well, that's what I'm saying though, Daniel, is it's really less about what the answer is. It's more you're answering where you want to go get a ball where you know it no, is. No, no, you get no. To choose whoever's pot you yeah, want. Yeah, so to once smash. you answer, you get to choose who you want to smash. And like, my thing is, I love Audrey. I love this. Just was not it for me. This competition. Wait, Roxy doesn't understand the rules. Okay, Roxy. So let's say like a, I get asked. Who is surprised by this? <laughs> Roxy, okay, I get this. asked. I get asked. Who, who do I think is? <laughs> a bitch, and I'm like Roxy. I don't have to smash Roxy. Yes. Just I don't have to smash your name. Yeah. I could okay. go smash Jared or Nick. You just you can pick Thank anyone. You. Yeah. you just have to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this makes way more sense, and I like it more now. <laughs> I know, but like, listen, I was so confused. This is a common thing for me. <laughs> no, I, and like common. the thing is, Roxy, I thought that too. Like halfway through, and I was like, wait, what? And you, it was just really confusing. Did they have to like put their balls under like certain cups? And like, I was just. <laughs> So they could put their balls thing. in whatever um, cup they wanted to. They could put their balls wherever they want to. Jacob kept his balls in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> in his pockets. Thank you, Ansel. Out of pocket. Oh my lord. Um, I was gonna say the one thing I thought about this competition was 
what's stopping people from like lying? Like I don't. Right. And I was like, to, you could just lie. I, was like, like, I, I could just say that. that bitch is my final two when she's not. Like it's just good. Yeah, it's just for show. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. It was like it was like one of those comps where you could like read too much into it and be like, oh, these two are definitely a pair now. And like it could just be people lying yeah. or not. You don't also, know. Also, I feel like you'd be so focused on like, okay, who is am I gonna smash next? Like, where am I gonna go? Like as opposed to listening to everyone's answers. I wouldn't read into it. It's not like a touchy subjects type of thing necessarily. Some did though. I mean, did they though? It seemed like they all came out of it unscathed. Don does fix me show up, says Ansel. No, because then they're like, and now I know that they're much closer to that person than we all thought. And I'm like, but did you really not know? Come on. The the tiebreaker at the end was a little weird too. I was like, did they just not expect a tie and have to like come up with something real quick? Like I was like, why was this the tiebreaker? And why was it 45 minutes? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, 45 minutes. Dondo, I already said your name, but I'll gladly say it again. Hi, Dondo. Uh, okay. But I mean, at least, you know, at least we're all on the same page now in terms of the, the rules of the of the game itself. You well, know? I want to point out, though, that in reading the chat, I was not the only person who That's was good. very confused about the no, rules. It was, it was confusing. I feel so much better about myself. I mean, not a lot, really, to be honest, but... <laughs> A little bit better anyway. I'm like, okay, I wasn't the only one. Okay. (laughs) And this is, see, this is why I would go out first because I don't understand the rules ever. It's because I don't listen. Sorry. (sighs) Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Moving on. But uh, what do we think about the strategy for Billy and Josh, the two people who are safe going into final four? Um, what did we think about the whole strategy of just like, let's vote out Jacob because then we just, we mainly the ultimate goal was just, we got to split up Jacob and Natalie. And once we have one of them out, we don't really have to worry about it anymore. Because uh, they just assume, you know, if Jacob goes out, he's picking Spencer. Like they're obviously that close, which I never really knew that Jacob and Natalie kind of like put out their relationship that much. Uh, and so I was just kind of confused. Like, how is it? Was it that obvious? But I guess when you compare it to Spencer being there, I, maybe it was a little mm. bit more obvious. I, I don't thought know. it was. I thought uh, Spencer and Jacob were tighter than Jacob and Natalie, honestly. So I was kind of like, oh, I thought it would be the other way around. Like the two guys are going to want to pick Natalie or something. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And, and they definitely talked about it. Each talked about it. But um, yeah, that, that kind of surprised me a little bit. But you think about Jacob and Spencer, I th- just think about the one round that they were tethered together and they both right. went into battle matches and came back. I was like, yeah. okay, that kind of solidified some sort of Jacob-Spencer relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seemed like from then on out, it was very much Jacob being like, I can manipulate Spencer. He just keeps coming back to me for some reason, even though I keep betraying him. Um, but it, I, I felt like the final five round, it dragged out a lot more than maybe it needed to because it seemed like as soon as they said Jacob's name the first time, it was just like, okay, well, it's over. Well, one of my favorite things about Jacob, though, and it was on again tonight, and he's done this so often in this game that it just cracks me up because I would definitely do the same thing, which is probably why we're best friends. But um, I just like to say that just (laughs) just showing off now. But um, anyway, it's like Jacob is the king of sliding into other people's conversations like they're having a conversation and it's like he just like slides in and he just stands there. (laughs) <laughs> or like we saw him again like at the door and i love 
it. It was so great, but it kills me every time. Like he did it. I mean, maybe episode three or four, like over at the stairs. I remember he just walks up and he leans against the stairs like this behind somebody who just said they wanted to talk privately. And I was like, oh my God, look at him. Look at that so was amazing. so iconic. I yes. love it. I love it. It was a great. That's the counter we really need. Is the how many times did someone listen by a door or by a stairwell into a conversation this season? Because I feel like the numbers up there. I feel like we got it, it pretty consistently. Often. Yeah. Um, I don't even really remember that many last year. Besides, uh. I well, feel like Hunter did that Hunter, a lot. Yeah, I listened at the door. Uh, Hi, Rennie. Thank you. Um, I just, I think it's so funny every time that he does that. And nobody ever is like, nobody ever is like, Jacob, can you, like, what are you doing? Like, he just, like, he just slides in. Because <laughs> it's Jacob. And he's just Who like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, hey, Jacob. <laughs> Like Listen, he's, get, he's got broad shoulders. He could be a threat. His shoulders are looking really broad today in that outfit. That's what they say. And so I just love it. I love that about him. What do you think is the more intriguing storyline? You have the person who went into the battle matches the most versus uh, someone who went into zero battle matches. Or you have the person who is the mortal enemy of Muna versus the person who was Muna's number one ally. What's the more intriguing storyline? <laughs> I mean, they both are. And I love that it came down to, like, could it be more polar opposite? Mm -hmm. That was, it was so good. Poetic justice. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I don't know if that's exactly what it means, but like, I like it. <laughs> In the podcast now, it's over and just done. All right, see you guys. Barry, you can edit that out, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, maybe, probably. I'm kidding. I mean, uh, for I, me, I thought it was. Go ahead. Go I ahead. thought it was great that it it ended with like someone who was super super well socially, but like didn't do anything physically because they never had to, and then someone who did the most physically and kind of shitty socially. So I thought it was interesting how they literally were mm -hmm. complete total opposites. Because mm -hmm. in when you like watch these type of games, you can root for like normally people root for like someone that's like going out there, winning all the challenges, finding idols, blindsiding people. And then there's also the other person who plays like UTR, really like social. And I feel like that was Billy. And um, we saw like tonight where the, you don't have to go out there and win a million things to be a winner. Well, if, you look, if you look at some, some, not all, that, well, in terms of Big Brother, more so than a more physical game like Survivor, if you look at some of the most celebrated players, they aren't necessarily under the radar, but they don't have to win because they use their social. If mm -hmm. you look at, and I'm not talking about the people who are Daniel's favorites. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, if you look at players that, that a lot of people have liked like a, like Dan Geesling. He didn't have to win anything. He threw everything or like will never won anything except the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, I do like that, but I also like the people who have to play from the bottom, which was why I liked 
um, Danielle Donato in, in season 13 because she stayed on the bottom the whole time. And I liked, like, Rachel has played from the bottom. And she is annoying, but not in real life. In real life, she's not. Just in the game, I, I want to I've never been her. annoyed at her in the Big Brother house, no, actually. No, no. I just, that's, I just can't that's really you. That's you. This episode but, began with Sequesterbot telling us that there were five underdogs remaining. Do you think everyone had an underdog storyline, or do you think there was someone that you were like, eh, I don't know if they were necessarily um, an underdog? I thought. I think there are a lot of people that weren't underdogs. That think some of the final five, underdogs. I think Jacob was the least underdog out of all that, just because he did kind of run the game very early on, and I can see why they said that. Like definitely towards the end, he definitely became an yeah. underdog in terms of like having a battle for his life. But um, I guess when I think underdog, I think more so like they start off bad and then they get good, whereas mm-hmm. he started off great and then went kind of bad. So I yeah. guess like you know what I mean. But I can see them all at different different times underdog. Like Josh, like- literally, really underdog only for one episode. But like, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you like- know what? And then he didn't shake his eyes at Billy, and after that, everything was fine. <laughs> That got Billy the win. <laughs> Josh not shaking his eyes. Note to self, don't shake your eyeballs. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> or just awesome. YouTube had to, had, to, had to lie, and that'll get you far, apparently. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like each of the remaining five definitely had a point where they can say they got to that low, low point. And that's kind of uh, where Natalie's question came from is that you need uh, that low point at some point in the game, you know, and he, she was asking both of them, what were their low points? So, and I do think everyone did. I mean, obviously I think Spencer was the biggest underdog and it wasn't necessarily close to me. Uh, Josh was an underdog for one round, you know, coming oh, back. And I forgot Billy was not an underdog at all. That's she, I was going to say that you could argue that she was maybe like after date night, but after, like other than that, because no. she was friends with Muna and like people didn't like Muna, but they still wanted to bring her all the way. So like Billy was not an underdog and I like, love yeah. her so much. So Billy ran shit. Billy was, I know. Billy was never on the bottom. <laughs> and that's why I said like two episodes ago, probably maybe even more than that. Maybe even more than once. Like, I don't understand why people are not targeting her. I mean, I love her, but she's going to win. And look what happened. She won. <laughs> so do you, think, do you think getting Billy out at final five would have been a better option for some of the players <laughs> instead of dragging her to four and then being like, oh, she'll definitely get out here. Because then you have the twist of Natalie being like, well, I can't win. So I guess I'll have Billy win. <laughs> and <laughs> so she mm-hmm. automatically goes. Uh, so would getting her out at five have been a better move necessarily? If you take her out yeah. at five, okay, so let's look at who the final four are. If you take Billy out at five, who are the final four? Yes. Jacob, Josh, Spencer, and Natalie. Yeah, so how does the vote go? I think it would depend on who Josh picked. Um, oh, to keep to, safe? To keep safe, because wouldn't they want to, like, stick mm-hmm. together in, like, that type of situation, yeah. I guess? Because he mean, only picked Billy, so that way Billy would go at four, he said. Yeah. So... If he, I mean, who who would he pick other than Billy? Natalie? Natalie. That's yeah. what I would guess. So if he picks Natalie, I mean, and I think Josh. But when Natalie, Natalie was going to probably take Jacob because didn't she have a confessional a few episodes ago saying how she thinks pe- everyone hypes up Jacob's game, but I think I got it in the bag or something like that. I think she would have taken Jacob too because, well, 
I think they would have taken each other, or at least tried to. Mm-hmm. I, get the, I, I get the logic yeah. behind yeah. why Josh was wanting to keep Billy until four. Like it makes perfect sense. I was just wondering, like if it had played out differently, what would have happened? Like if Billy goes out at five, does anyone have a better shot at getting to the end as opposed to just having that final two? Um, so I, I was I mean, just wondering think, how that all would play I think out. Josh would have had a better shot at getting. Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean. It's just, it comes down to, does anyone beat either Spencer or like, does Josh or Natalie beat Spencer or Jacob in the end if they get there? I, I think, think Natalie could beat Spencer. Maybe. I think Natalie could have Josh. Josh would have won if he would have been at the end against anybody. I don't know that he could have won against Jacob or Billy, but the, but Spencer or Natalie, I think he would have beat, right? I think Natalie could have maybe beat Josh. I think the the jury would I don't know. I just think Natalie would have been respected at the end for some reason. And maybe that like I'm completely off and the jury is like all hated Natalie. But I really do think that like with Jacob also there to kind of like speak on her behalf and like vouch as like a powerful person in this game. And it's not like, you know, Spencer saying she played the game. It was like Jacob who was like really in deep into the strategy of it all. Like I think if he were to have vouched for her, um, then she could have had a chance. But I don't know. Josh was like pretty well, like just also so. Well, but see how would it have worked? Okay, so if if Josh doesn't save billy at at final five he's gonna have to go ahead and tell her right then i can't beat you that's why i can't give you safety right now does she go into the jury she has a lot of allies in the jury does she is she mad at josh and says don't vote for him or does she talk him up and say yes vote for him like i think it would have been helpful to josh to have a billy in the jury at that point yeah, I, there's a lot of scenarios, um, but like, Scenario. it's so tough to think about uh, because it is essentially Josh who is not, well, confirmed, not Billy's closest ally in the entire game. If you're talking about and the entire thing altogether. Say it to his face. And he had the guts to ask her in front of everybody and put her on the spot. And I loved it. No, I mean, she gave the right answer, though, because, I mean, everyone knew what her true answer was. Just well, ba- yeah. You don't want to appear to be disingenuous or duplicitous, but not loyal. <laughs> not because that is what what she stakes her game on is loyalty, loyalty, and googling lion and shaking eyeballs. That's her whole game in a nutshell, right there. And and I appreciate it. But if she had said, like, if she had tried to be like, okay, so Josh is asking me this, and I want his vote, so I'm going to, um and not be authentic when I answer him, I'm going to tell him that I would have taken him, even though everybody sitting there knows that's a lie. So she can't, you know, and she, and she doesn't. And I mean, but that's also who Billy is. She's, she doesn't, well, she said it herself. She doesn't like to lie. She's not a liar. She's that's how bad at it. She is. <laughs> I want to know what website she looked at. She's on YouTube. I want to yeah, know just... who took the time to make a video on how to lie and why. Well, uh... Just look for the videos until you find the one that tells you to not shake your eyes, and you'll know that's the one she looked at. <laughs> <like>. Dear Google, <laughs> I 
Can you make Nathan, or Nathan, I'll just call Dondo Nathan. Can you make Dondo a chat moderator right now? No, but I can kick him from the chat. If that would... Don't do that. He wants, mm. he wants it so bad. Never. I'm not playing these games. Uh, <laughs> all right. What have we not talked about yet? We've talked, I mean. Salt my notes. Yeah. Did you have you crossed out oh, everything that we've talked I about? I have so a question. Yeah. Why in the hell is Spencer wearing a Dartmouth shirt? Because I know his ass didn't go to school there. A <laughs> he did. Oh my no, god, that is not. insulting, Roxy. He did not go to Dartmouth. Maybe he did. I, I think he's in the chat. Spencer, where'd you go? Spencer, well, okay. See, I can't figure it out. Maybe he did. Why would he, you not? You uh, should... From what I know, I think his brother went there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Brother play football there. They're they're not real great at football, but I don't know. I, that's what he said last week in a group chat. That I mean, that he said his brother, brother went to school there. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why he go there? He should have gone to Cornell. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what, what were you thinking, Spencer's brother? Yeah. No, Spencer, said it, Spencer said his brother was on the football Spencer. team. So, did you go to Cornell then, Spencer? <laughs> Spencer went to Harvard. The rest of this podcast will just be us asking Spencer questions. Four and your time. I cannot believe. For, that really, listen, I think that's amazing. I'm not like trying to shade you or anything. I mean, a little bit, but but you are, yeah. But I fine. still like you. I, I just, I really think that's super impressive. I was like, there is no way, there is no way that somebody that I almost sort of know and watched on TV went to Dartmouth. <laughs> like, what? You sounded so old just now. <laughs> somebody that I know. Almost. And I watched on the TV. I watched on, on the boob tube. <laughs> in black and white. Smashing pots all that long. Got myself covered TV. It's a 20-incher. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. The squeal. Baby. What have we, what have we not about. talked about yet? If we, if we go through, Oh, my God. Get off the Dartmouth thing. <laughs> can't believe that i mean it's, that's crazy to me <laughs> it did <laughs> well spencer i'm sorry you you did win four battle matches but the last time i checked that's not on the application to get in there actually i've never <laughs> checked because i knew i would never go there because i can't get in so it may in fact be on the application how many battle matches have you <laughs> One, what's your GPA? How many battle matches have you won? Everyone knows. I mean, apparently, it's not even valid reasons to win the game that you won the battle matches in. So, oh, uh, I didn't say I didn't say I agreed with it. I'm just saying that's what the jury is saying. I I thought Spencer's best. I thought Spencer's best points. What? You go to your room and you think about that. I speak about the jury. Um. I thought Spencer's best point was actually in the final four when he was arguing his own case for the battle matches themselves. Um, and he was like, mm -hmm. this game has been defined by battle matches and all and six people in the jury right now are, are the reason that they're in the jury is because we beat them in battle matches. Us three pointing at him, Josh and Natalie. I thought that was his best points. Was those yeah. times he said and that goes back and look, Spencer, I'm about to compliment you again, Mr. Dartmouth. That goes back to what I was saying of i feel like that he was able to articulate better answers to the actual questions instead of kind of like 
not. <laughs> I, I'm not articulate, but after being dragged in, that's true, Spencer. Yeah. We, went, we went over your. I think stuff. that is like right under the battle match question. It's how many of these? Oh, God, get Dartmouth on the phone right, right. now. <laughs> Dartmouth, I've got an applicant for you. <laughs> <laughs> Did Marcella really not stand when Billy won? Yeah. He no, did. I, he I like don't it. like Marcella. I'm sorry. I just don't. Marcella had a lot of interesting reactions. We were talking about Rachel's reactions during the, the jury questioning, but Marcella had a few interesting reactions too. Uh, it seemed like everything that like Billy was saying, he was he had his like emotional look of just like, I don't <laughs> know how to feel. I'm so proud of everyone, like <laughs> playing the game type of feeling. But I need to watch once uh, Billy got announced as the winner. I need to. I need to see that again real quick. Yeah, um, he really did not stand. He was like, I mean, he did eventually, but not initially. Um, I don't think I I caught that honestly. Yeah, he he just sat there. Someone asked why I don't like Marcel. I'm sure he's like a fine person, but just like oh, in the context. Oh of shit! I didn't see that. What the fuck? Yeah. He tapped, word of. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. What he's is this big deal? I don't know. He's still worn out from the the three thousand jumping jacks he did that day, or <laughs> jumping right. ropes. I don't know. Whatever it was, jack ropes. He should have done the 3001. I'm telling you. He did look sad, Jordan. He did. He looked very sad. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> look how happy Rachel was. Rachel just looked like that the entire jury question, though. That's exactly what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, literally. She was not mm -hmm. at everything. I it's loved her dress. Me. I thought Rachel looked beautiful. Oh, yeah. I like Katie. They both look so Katie? good. Yeah. Muna's face. Like, what <laughs> kind of skin care? Like, flawless every time also mm -hmm. i really liked that shirt that um billy had on at final four the tie-dye like kind uh -huh. of up oh yes that was a look yeah. i loved it she's had quite a few looks this season and i did like it i really 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 like the poe shirt tonight though it's great i want one i'm gonna google it dear google after after I get Spencer into Dartmouth, then I'm getting a post shirt just like Josh's. <laughs> what else do we need to talk about? Today? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Who would you have voted for? Billy. Based on what? Like I, I feel like I would have to play the game to really get it. But based on jury questioning, I already said it. I think Spencer edged out Billy when it came to how he answered the questions. But in terms of just like, if I played this game, I feel like I would have been in the same situation where it's just like, Billy's my best friend, you know? Uh, we're like Jacob is Roxy's best friend. Like Billy would have been my best friend. Well, Billy would have yeah, been all of our best friends. Could I have? I have a gaming chair, Dondo. Um, but could I have stood up and 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 like if if the final two is Spencer and Billy, can I stand up and say I vote for Jacob? No. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. I mean, okay. I, I would be the same as you, Barrett. Like, I think Spencer, but also... Wait, wait, you said Spencer? But I still probably... To be honest... I voted for Billy. I don't know. As a viewer, like, I do think that uh, Billy played better. But if I was in the game, I think I probably would have gravitated towards Spencer just because I kind of like that more ballsy, like, outspoken type of gameplay 
So I probably would have worked with Spencer more so than Billy. So I actually, and I vote better as hell. So I would have probably voted for Billy. I mean, Spencer, thinking about it. But I do think that Billy played better. Yeah, I, I, I like both of their gameplays. I think that the four battle match wins kind of just sells it for me. Just because of how many people went out from them. And the fact that you could say that you literally took out four people is like incredible to me. So what do you think about Josh talking about how he didn't do this, but he said that he would if he needed to. It was like he was something about um saying that battle battle match play it like battle matches equal weak play basically like that was going to be his his strategy to if he were sitting i guess next to spencer um they do you think that that would sell to this jury because i think it would to maybe some of them but to the majority enough to get enough votes well listen i think in the same way he could have said that Spencer could have said, okay, well, I was so much more of a bold player than you and people who mm-hmm. aren't bold players don't deserve to win this game. Like you can say that about literally any type of play style. So it kind of would have depended. I do think that like the battle match thing probably wouldn't have been the best way to go because a lot of people like, like I like um, they got voted out and came back in mm-hmm. where, so the people that were uh, like dragged who didn't get voted out, I think that they probably agree that, just because you win a battle match, because they took me out. Just because they won a battle match doesn't mean they're better than me. So I don't think that really would have, like, worked. I mean, I I can see it. I think it depends on who you're playing with, what kind of game you're playing with. Because some people are like, well, if you get voted out of the game, then that means that you're not as good of a player. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you it depends on what that person was targeted for like were they targeted because they're such a threat that you don't want to go against them later and you're trying to get them out now are they targeted because they suck and you hate them like and then they kept winning and coming back like there's a lot of different ways to look at it i just thought when he was just kind of basically like talking about strategy that he could use like in different scenarios i was like yeah but i don't think that that would work in this case with this jury to say that for the same reasons that you're saying daniel i don't think that would have worked for him right i don't know uh your mama asks uh how do we feel about los involvement this season particularly the low involvement that it had um i kind of would like them to be hidden again i thought this was like cute it was like a nice little twist, different. But I do think I like hidden LOSs where they're like looking around and it's like shining. And like, I just think that's like more entertaining than like an empty envelope half the time. I I agree. And it kind of like um, people like Billy who never go into a battle match. How, how is she getting an LOS? And like, that's kind of like, really it excellent. doesn't reward like good gameplay if it we're doesn't reward about. not getting voted out or being dragged into a battle match which is kind of weird because it's the goal to not go in yeah, i mean I, like... I love that perspective because i didn't think about that because at first i was like i mean i really don't mind it but you're exactly right how are you gonna get one if you don't ever go and you don't want to have to go yeah that makes so much sense and plus Let's face facts. Jay West trying to get the the LOS out of the hot tub, and then his shirt's like all wet. And he's like, well, I didn't do anything. 
laughing. Dude, your shirt is soaking wet. <laughs> I mean, that's a good TV, right? I saw it on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely enjoy that aspect of Sequester as a whole. But at the same time, maybe it would be different if, like, I mean, obviously, if they do this again next season, everyone's going to know that it exists, Luxury Row. Uh, it won't be like a whole, we'll keep it secret until we can't anymore kind of thing. But uh, I think that if everyone knows about it, maybe that could add a different layer where it's kind of like Lawan-esque in a way. We're like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to come back with the secret power. <laughs> I love Lawan. <laughs> God, I love him. He's fantastic. He did not get a special power. I will never forget that where I, I was sitting at home like, I was so happy to die. what are you doing? No, Lawan. No. Yeah, I know you were happy, Daniel. <laughs> And I was I like, Luan, like, yes, go Luan, get that no. Luan, there's no special power. Don't do it, Luan. He didn't listen. He never does. I love his sock game, though. It's great. Right. <laughs> and I, I do think maybe if there's always like a higher chance of being able to pick an LOS, uh, as opposed to sometimes there just being no chance to get a, a power, anything, I think that would change a lot of it. Um and that definitely hindered anyone really using their LOSs until we got the one by Muna. Uh, although that was a fun round to watch. It was fun to watch. And it wasn't even, Muna's LOS didn't even come from Luxury Row. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, it came from Jay West. Well, and, and Josh didn't even use his. Like, Josh didn't use his, but we did get to see yeah. Jacob use the battle pass, which was fun in itself. Uh, but yeah, I, I think more involvement in that, uh, not having to wait so long to see that uh, would be more well, interesting for sure. But I mean. Here's my thing. I don't think this twist should be brought back for next season because everyone's going to know about it, obviously. And I feel like in next season situation, it's going to encourage people that don't go into battle matches just to keep targeting the same people of fear of a LOS or fear of some kind of power. So it's going to reinforce like a majority and like we'll have some BB-21 shit go on or something. I don't know, like or BB-22 where you target the minority over and over again until it's going to like force people to like herd up and just like, come together so i like this as like a one season thing i don't think it would be as successful even if it was successful or not. i don't really know it kind of didn't have that huge effect on the game but um i don't think it would be as good <laughs> in a future season uh Truett wants to know who are our top <laughs> five this season from all of us please answer lol um Anyone want to get a stab at a top five from the the thirteen members of the cast? If you can, top five. <laughs> you can't pick Jacob five times. Oh my god! I wasn't going to. He, I was going to give him four votes. At, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um. So, Daniel. <laughs> Um, sorry, yo, like, okay, sorry. Your mama asked if I've ever done a silhouette challenge. I don't know if y'all don't know what that is, but the lighting is supposed to be bad for that. So I like put it on for a moment. So. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Does anybody have a top five or I can start? Well, okay, based on what? Um, just anything? Just based, you can go based on like entertainment factor. You can just, okay. who are your favorite? Overall. Favorite people to watch. Favorite people to watch. Okay, Jacob sliding into the convos and listening at the doors and wearing his denim shirts and just being all, overall awesome. And he, he's great. Uh, Brent, every single round, he's <laughs> who is the assassin? <laughs> <laughs> it's a killer. <laughs> it's a killer. 
<laughs> I mean, I love it. All of his facial expressions. Like, Brett was good TV, and he brought the ratings. We cannot forget that. So, <laughs> I mean, without him, no rating. Um, so, I love that. Um, I loved Muna. Oh, my God. I only have two more. This is really unfair because I could name, like, mm, all of them. Okay. <sighs> Muna. Okay. And... And Billy. Okay. <laughs> oh, we have one. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, I seem to have a tough of a time you're having with it, and now I might just cancel the question for everyone else. No, <laughs> I know mine. Josh and Josh. Josh. And Josh. Josh. Okay. All right. Jacob. Muna. Muna. Brent. Billy. Josh. Billy and Josh. That's okay. it. That's my top five. People that I liked for various reasons. Okay, so Muna, Billy, Shireen. Um, oh, I love Shireen too. Muna, Billy, Shireen. I'll do, I guess, Jacob and I guess Brent. Although, uh, Ham's is exact list that he <laughs> just put out there. Ham's like you and me, we're on the Daniel. same. Is Hamza? Hamza is Daniel. Yes, I'm no longer Hamza whatever. And that. Daniel are both Daniel Brownstone. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. All right. I'm gonna go. I I have to go. Billy. Um. Wait. Mm. I know. I. Oh God. Natalie got robbed from my list, and so did Katie. I really like Katie. I wish I saw more of her, and I love Jay West. I really it's like really Spencer, and yes, and Jay West too. You're just gonna end up naming everyone. And it's gonna be so the yeah, top thirteen. I kind of, like forgot about him. So if you're like a man, you have a hard time getting my top five. <laughs> That's always Did been true. That's... Say, Daniel? I said if you're a man, like you just have a hard time getting in my top five. Oh, Jacob did it though, and Brent. What the hell? All right, Keep Nick. Going. Am I? What have I become? You want me to go first? Wait, you haven't. Let, gone Nick, let Nick speak. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm gonna say Spencer, Billy, uh, Brendan. Brent, Jacob. Is that five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Brendan's well, 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 yeah, I like actually all of them. This, I love this whole cast though. Cause I like Moona's Muna. robbed of that list and so is Josh. Well, I hated so. all of them. So if I had to pick five, I did like, uh, I guess I would <laughs> say, I'm just kidding. All 13 of you, uh, except for Josh. Can't stand that guy. That guy. So anyway, I picked Josh. Um, I love Josh. Billy. I love Billy. <laughs> Stop. Um, <laughs> Josh and Billy. And then I'm going to give Rachel some love. I love Rachel. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> uh, this is okay. I see the for, for sheer entertainment. I'm going to throw in Marcelo since no one's really thrown him out yet. Because I thought his his oh my god I don't know what's going on every week was just, it just fueled me sometimes it's not nighttime it's sun um, <laughs> his his jumping jumping jack ropes broke jack yes. jumpings mm-hmm. and then um for just the what are we what is she gonna do next probably Natalie oh my god okay. I love Natalie I think Natalie would be a really good if. Audrey ever did like a second chances. Like Natalie is a really good person for that. Yeah, agreed. I think agreed. Natalie would do well on like Big Brother or something like that. 
Yeah, I agree. I could see her like being on like a real show. I don't know. A real? This is a real show, Nick. How but, dare you? How a dare show you? On, on cable television. On I am the sorry. Let me correct myself. I believe you would say this is. I put real mine show. up on the telly and watch it up there. And listen, Nick, you go to your room and you think about it. I'm already in my room, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you stay in your room and you think about it. Okay. <laughs> What else? Any final thoughts on the season? I loved it. This is my favorite season of Sequester out of all four. <laughs> Look at the Josh quote mm. that Jordan put up. That was so funny. Good moment. <laughs> the final it. moments of Marcelo. It was a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know. I just really love this season. And I think I say it at the at I say it all the time. I think that the production value this season was astronomically, shout out Snarky Mark, right. better <laughs> this season. I love him. This I need to call him. Oh, tell him I said hi. I love I will. him. I like forgot. <laughs> anyway, you forgot that I loved him? No, I forgot that he tried to call me a few nights ago and I was like, I'll call you back. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> so I, I'll do that after this. Mark, Daniel hates you. Call me. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> I have, you have my number. <laughs> that was so weird. Um, no, I think that the production value this season is so much better. It, it just gets better and better all the time. And Audrey mm -hmm. and her team yes. are just so impressive because they literally do this on just the teeny tiniest budget ever. It's, and it's, it's built off passion. That's what it is. And I love it. Yes. It's like almost non-existent budget. People volunteer so much time. Like I know um, Joshua did like all of the cooking um, for everybody, yeah. and um, it's just it's phenomenal. Yar, Mallory, like I all mm -hmm. of the Quester production is amazing. They put so much work into it, and like the show looks beautiful this season. So yes, and I loved all of like the little segues in between, um, particularly the one that was like kind of like old movies. It was like little quotes. I don't remember what the yeah, challenge yeah. was. It was really yeah. cool though. You yeah, know what no they should dogs. do is season five. I think what is missing at the barn scene is like a fog machine that covers the ground with like this aura of fog. <laughs> and like when they walk out, the fog comes up. It's like the moment. I, I think they should I lower in. Uh, Audrey, you can borrow my machines. I'm going to come down and help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. No, I really am in awe of, of, yes, as I do, um, I really am in awe of what they can accomplish. And I think Audrey is a genius. And I've told her so, like, so many times that she probably has a restraining order against me now. So probably showing up at an ounce might get me arrested. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I think no. you should lower in on a hot air balloon and just land on top of the barn and just say, I am here to help. Audrey, you're a genius. I brought fog machines. <laughs> Where's Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just great. And I just, I really appreciated it. And I'm so excited to watch season five. And I hope that I mm -hmm. see. Has like, she released any type of like. But they're I know they're casting yeah. right now, but like any like f dates and like frames or anything. Like um, that? From what I've read, I think it was spring summer. I think for the filming. Yeah, for filming. 
Yeah. I'm very excited. Me too. I mean, I it's so like weird for me because like watching this season, I had a lot of people that I knew uh before they were on the show that were on it. And like so it was it was weird watching all these people that I know from like online, like in a house together, like playing a game and stuff like that. And so I think season five will be even weirder because I will probably know if not the whole cast again. So it'll be like it's weird. Um, but... Or you might be on the cast. Oh, maybe. <laughs> this is foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. Ray's going to be on. And uh, yeah, I will stand you for sure. And trash talk you and stand you all in the same night. Just ask Spencer. <laughs> because I did see him all the time. And I absolutely adore him. He went to Dartmouth, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what Five has. Because I, I don't know. I'm sure that it'll be amazing whatever audrey has up her sleeve so i, I agree mean, something fantastic i know always is we're gonna show up to season five to cover it and i'm gonna be like you guys the production value has just ramped up so much because i'm always just so like it just i'm amazed at what they accomplished like on literally no budget we're getting when we pull out the wheel and it lands on graphics, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. I'll tell you that much right now. I mean, right. For sure. And then we'll straight no. here. It'll be great. Yeah. In a rare occasion. Um, <laughs> but uh, if we have nothing else to say on the finale or the season as a whole, I think we're we are clear to wrap up. Um, if that's yeah. okay with everyone. All right yeah, then. It's great. Well, thank you everyone who joined us tonight and for everyone who watched us all the way through this season of Sequester. We appreciate you a lot if you were here live, if you watched us after the fact, if you just got involved in any conversation, however you did, and we we all appreciate it here. So um, obviously, if you aren't subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. If you want to like this video, that would help us out a ton. If you want to see us on Apple Podcasts because uh, you don't like looking at our faces, you can do that as well. If you want to randomly go back and listen to Big Brother podcasts that we have done for... You don't don't do that at all. Uh, but if you chose to, that'd be cool. Uh, even though I won't know that you did. So with that, um, thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Nick, for covering this entire season with us. Uh, even though even though Daniel and Nick may have only been here for a few weeks. Listen, each. bitch. Uh-uh. <laughs> even though Daniel makes plans on, on, on Sundays sometimes. Uh, we... we Sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but with that, yeah. Thank you, everyone, again. Thank you for being here. We'll, I don't know when we'll see you next, but uh, we'll see you when we see you. Well, soon. Yeah. I just want to talk. Okay, well, I'll just go live on stream here. It'll just be Roxy here. You guys can talk to Roxy. <laughs> Listen, I would love it, and I would definitely do it. Bye, y'all. I love all of you. Bye. Bye. Bye.